Welcome back to another episode of the Constructive Liberty Podcast, intentionally designing a lifestyle of freedom. Guys, I just looked back. It has been two months since I put out my last episode, and I've got good reasons for it. I was pretty well deathly ill too for a couple of weeks starting towards the end of October and going into December into November. And I just did not have it in me to put out any podcast episodes. So I did a short little episode shelving the podcast until the end of the year. But here we are between Christmas and New Year's and decided I would put out another episode. And I'm doing this live. I often go live on Facebook and YouTube and sometimes float, which, yes, I am live on float right now. Um, it says streaming to float but it says that it's live so i guess we're gonna roll with the fact that it is live on float as well so today i want to talk a little bit about fear and about the things that define your life and the fear aspect of it comes from reading i've been reading um napoleon hill's think rich and it's kind of been a process this book has taken me around three months to read and it's one of those books that you read for a bit and you set it down and you just think on it for and you don't want to pick it up pick it back up again even when you're done mulling that through it's like you need to let that settle in before you come back and take another bite because it's 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 good stuff. It really is. I, I highly recommend reading Think and Grow Rich. But where the fear aspect of it comes from is he talks in one of the last chapters in the book about the six deadly fears, I think he called. And one of those is the fear of basically what people think of you. And so I struggle with hitting that go live button. And yeah, I've been trying to record a lot of my podcasts live just to see if I get any interaction back and forth with people just to seem to be the thing to try. And I've got the equipment and the software to do it with. So, hey, why not try it? Put it out on YouTube, Facebook, and, and other various social channels just to see, yeah, if that gains any traction. So overcome your fear. It doesn't matter what people think of you. No matter who it is, no matter what's going on, I was just checking to see if I'm live on Float. I'm trying to watch it over there just so I can monitor the comments. And um, here, I'm going to check this out quick. You know, it doesn't matter who these people are or what they think of you because their thoughts can't hurt you. The <laughs> Let me turn the volume down on that so I don't get all the feedback going back and forth. People's thoughts about you can't hurt you like it doesn't matter what they think about you you need to just let that go and go about designing a lifestyle of freedom creating a life that you want to live don't let the people that think bad towards you or think that hey he's not doing a very good job at whatever he's doing don't let that hold you back from doing what it takes to create the life you want to live from living a life filled with freedom. And I know I keep coming back to that, but no matter who we are from the most devout communists all the way to complete anarchists who wants no oversight at all of anybody, everybody in there is trying to 
create for themselves the most freedom possible. They're trying to live free. There is just different methods of going about that. You know, the the one person he tries, he believes that restricting other people will give him more freedom or will give other people more freedom. And then there's others of us that know that in order to be the most free that we can be, we have to restrict ourselves from some of the things we want. We restrict our spending. We restrict what we eat, or we just eat the right good things and spend on the right things so that we can live the life we want to live. We can have more money. We can have the health to enjoy life. That is freedom. And there's just many different, I guess, theories on how we get there. So that that was kind of what I had on overcoming the fear of what people think about you. It's not an easy thing to do. I struggle with that sometimes too. I'm like, do I want to go live? I don't know. What are people going to say? And it's like, just do it. People aren't going to care. If they don't want to watch, they're not going to watch. If they make bad comments or whatever, let that fuel you to get better. Like, Let that drive you to become better at what you do, become better at your craft. So I want to talk. I want to... Yeah, I'm talking, obviously. Um, the, enough on fear. The Bitcoin price today, I just checked. I want to share, I'll probably over the next couple of weeks, share the price of Bitcoin on each episode. Today, it's right around 47600 while I'm looking. Over the last seven days, it's down 3%. Over the last, it's down a little over 16%. But if you spread that out to 90 days, it's up almost 15%. You go to the last year, you're looking at almost 75% increase. So if you've just gotten into Bitcoin, don't freak out. Like whatever your cryptocurrency you're getting into, don't freak out when it goes up and goes down and, and all the fluctuations. It's no worries. Just roll with it. Just don't put money into it. You wouldn't be afraid to lose or that you wouldn't go gamble with or blow on a cheeseburger or whatever. You're better off putting it into cryptocurrency than on a cheeseburger anyway because of the health implications. Enough on Bitcoin. Let's go to the top five headlines for the day. Um, this is from Reuters. And I tried to type into DuckDuckGo, top five headlines for today. And it brought me up things like uh, top five baseball free agents, top five MLB for, or NFL free agents, and so on, like top five lists of things. And so I had to go, I went to Reuters. And we're going to look at the top five headlines for December the 28th, 2021. South America battered by COVID-19, now winning the global vaccination rate race. Um, the second one, U.S. sounds caution against optimism by Iran and Russia over nuclear talks. New York City to limit classroom closures, prioritize ramped up testing for schools. S&P 500 ends lower after four-day rally to record high. And then the fifth one, U.S. and Russia set for a January 10 security talks amid Ukraine tensions. Have you noticed a trend there? Uh, we've, we've seen over the last two years, the headlines dominated by COVID things. I'm not going to go into that. But there's two headlines in there that include Russia. So I'm going to read a little article or parts of a little article from Activist Post. Seven signs that war with, war with Russia just got even closer. Number one, despite the fact that Vladimir Putin has said that such a move would cross one of his red lines, Ukraine was just told that it will eventually be allowed to join NATO. 
Number two, Ukraine has shocked the world by opening up the bomb shelters in Kiev. Number three, ABC's Martina Raditz is reporting that after Joe Biden's recent call with Vladimir Putin, the Russians moved an additional 10,000 troops to the border with Ukraine. Number four, the EU is warning of massive costs for Russia if there's any more aggression towards Ukraine. Number five, the banks in Belarus are preparing to switch to Russia's version of SWIFT, which is a uh, banking transaction system, due to imminent sanctions by the West. Number six, it is being reported that Russia has begun to move short-range surface-to-air missile systems to the border area with Ukraine. And seven, a bipartisan group of U.S. senators wants to formally designate Russia as a terrorist state. Needless to say, the Russians ain't happy about it. Well, no kidding. I don't think any country would be very happy with being designated as a terrorist state by the by the U.S. So I thought that was interesting. I had I'd come across this seven signs that war with Russia just got even closer. I came across that about two weeks ago, and I was like, huh. I, I know there's some things been going on with Ukraine and the Russia involved and all that, but I try not to follow the news too much because they're very much fear-based. If you look at those or listen to those top five headlines I read, read every single one of those was fear-based. It's designed and written to draw you in like with fear, like, oh no, what's going to happen? So you have to come back and check it out and and know what's going on. That's how they keep you coming in. But it's all fear-based. It, it lowers your vibration, for lack of a better word. Like it, it paralyzes you from creating the life you want to live because you're like, what? What am I going to do? Five years ago, or a little, little longer than that now, I too was deep into the headlines. Like I read all of these news articles and I, I followed these things, and I was afraid for what was happening. I, I thought then that the U.S. government would have collapsed already by now and that it would have been a shit hit the fan situation and we'd be hiding in bunkers and all of those things. And none of that's happened. I, I fell in here. But unlike most people, I acted on it. And I ended up selling out and moving to a homestead in Kentucky, working to design a life that would be resilient against these things happening. But not only designing against like designing protection against those things into my life, but living a life I wanted to live a life away from the fear, away from the debt base that most people in society live. I, I got tired of that and I moved, but the biggest thing, the, the thing that has done the most for me over the last five years, that's been the biggest boon to my sanity. That's helped me, in my lifestyle of freedom, the thing that has driven that the most, got me the farthest, is turning off the news. Not paying attention to what's going on out there. Like, yeah, I hear things. I see headlines. I'll scan the newspaper and things pop up. But I don't go actively seek those things out and spend time pouring through Reuters and CNN and ABC and NBC and Fox and all those things. I don't have time for that in my life. I'm not going to do that because that drives fear. And that fear keeps me from living the life that I want to live, from building a lifestyle that is freedom. We are the Constructive Liberty Podcast, liberty being freedom to live the life you want to live. 
and you have to be intentional about the way you go about that. So enough on headlines in Russia. I, I was listening to a podcast the other day, 48 Days with Dan Miller, and super good podcast. Go check it out, definitely, if you haven't already. But he talked about an article uh, from Dr. Phil, and this was way back in 2002 that he wrote this. I'm going to read through the article, and then we'll talk about that just a little bit. According to Dr. Phil, you can trace who you've become in this life to three types of external factors. Ten defining moments, seven critical choices, and five pivotal people. But first, it's important to understand the following terms. The ten defining moments. In every person's life, there have been moments, both negative and positive, that have defined and redefined who you are. Those events entered your consciousness with such power that they changed the very core of who and what you thought you were. A part of you was changed by those events and caused you to define yourself to some degree by your experience of that event. Seven critical choices. There are a surprisingly small number of choices that rise to the level of life-changing ones. Critical choices are those that have changed your life, positively or negatively, and are major factors in determining who and what you become. They're the choices that have affected your life up to today and have set you on a path. Five pivotal people. These are the people that have left an indelible impression on your concept of self and therefore on the life you live. They might be family, friends, co-workers, and their influences can either be positive or negative. They are people who can determine whether you live consistently with your authentic self or instead live a counterfeit life controlled by a fictional self that has crowded out who you really are. Going back to the 10 defining moments, a lot of these moments in our younger years, especially as a child growing up I and mean, even into your teenage years, a lot of those moments happen to you. They're not things that you choose to happen. Um, some of those things for me might have been like when I was younger, we moved several times. We moved away from friends and family and everything I knew. And I developed lifelong relationships in the place that we moved to, even though less than a year later, we moved back to where we've moved away from, that changed the course of my life. It, I, I have no people and have friends from that era that I wouldn't have had if we hadn't made that move. So that was a defining moment in my life. Um, another defining moment could have been when I got married. That, that was a very big defining moment. That, and it was also a critical choice. So some of these things can... They they can be one and the same. But the thing that I like about these defining moments and the critical choices and the pivotal people, so many people allow that allow these things to happen to them. They they don't choose those things. They sit back and I was talking with someone recently and they said it was like they were in a bubble watching it unfold around them. And that made me sad because being in a bubble and watching things happen, it's kind of like being in a car accident. You, you're sitting in the car as it spins around, flips and rolls, and it's like it happens in slow motion, but there's nothing you can do about it. And that's not a fun place to be in. But the thing with these defining moments, oftentimes those happen to us, maybe through some choices we made, sometimes not. I'd say maybe half of those defining moments, you get to choose those. And half of those happen to you, whether that's a car accident or something that happened in your childhood or whatever that might be. Half of those happen to you and the other half you get to choose. 
the seven critical choices, you get to choose all of those. Yes, sometimes it's not a choice that we'd like to make. Sometimes you don't want to choose one or the other. But oftentimes that comes from a choice that you've made before. So you get to choose. You can be intentional about which path you take. Do I go to the left or to the right? If you come to a fork in the road, you know, this one, you can see off into the distance, kind of the direction it follows. It might look like a hard road. This one here looks like an easy road. But you have to weigh out, like, where do I want to go with my life? What do I want my life to look like 5, 10, 50 years down the road? And which path, which choice is most likely to get me to that place? You get to choose that. That's your choice. And then the five pivotal people, five pivotal people. I can't talk today. <laughs> As a child, you know, those pivotal people are your parents. They're your parents' friends. They're your friends. Often not necessarily people that you choose as friends, but they're your friends because of the church you go to or the school you go to or the people that your friends are parent that your parents are friends with. You don't necessarily get to choose those people as a child. But as you grow up, you get to make those choices. You get to choose who those pivotal people are. You get to choose who has an influence on your life, who it is that will influence and affect and and can help you become a better version of yourself. You get to choose those people, whether that is people that you know personally and you can become friends with them and, and you kind of live life alongside each other, helping each other out, or whether that's people that you know through a podcast or through the videos that you watch of them or um, through an event that you go to. You know, those are people that you might see occasionally. You don't have a personal relationship with them, but they are highly influential in your life. And it might be, it can be any of a number of people. It's anyone who strongly affects your life, but you get to choose them. You get to choose who that is. So who, who are you going to choose? Which, what five people are your pivotal people? Make sure you choose the right ones. It's been said that you are the average of the five people you hang out with the most. And I don't think that it's necessarily who you hang out with the most, but who you allow to influence your thinking the most. Often it is who we hang out with because those people do define and shape our thinking. They define and shape the things that we do and, and how we live life, how we spend our money. But it doesn't have to be the people that you spend the most time with in person. It can be, it's the people who are most influential to you. You're the average of, the, of your five pivotal people. Make sure you choose the right ones. The thing that I really love about these defining moments, critical choices, and pivotal people is that not only do these things, are they part of our life? But through the way we live our life and through the actions that we take, we can be that influence on somebody else's life. We can be the defining moment in someone else's life. We, right now in Kentucky, they had these massive tornadoes a couple of weeks ago. Many people were killed. Many more people, thousands of people lost their homes. You can make a difference in those people's lives by going and helping them out. That was a defining moment in their life. That happened to them. They didn't have that choice, but that was a defining moment. But you 
can make a difference for them by going, reaching out and helping them, making a difference, helping them see the good side of humanity instead of like we so often see the bad side. That could be another defining, that's one big defining moment, the tornado through the cleanup, through the rebuild, all of that. But you could be a part of that story. The critical choices, you might be a friend or a mentor or a coach or a leader, a pastor, a podcaster, vlogger, blogger, somebody who affects somebody's critical choices. You might be somebody who just passes out a piece of advice or coaches them through making the right or the wrong choice. You can be that influential figure for somebody. And then the last one of all, the the biggest and best one is the five pivotal people. Like you can be somebody's pivotal person. Most people, most of us only have five pivotal people. And that's kind of hard for me to say because of the all of that. Anyway, most of us only have those five pivotal people in our lives. But that doesn't say that you can only be a pivotal person to five people. You can be that influential figure to so many different people. And and with the technology, with the software, with with the the tools that we have today, you can reach millions of people, hundreds of millions of people whereas 100 years ago that wasn't possible. There was only maybe a handful of people who who could influence that amount of people in the world. But with the technology, whether that's TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, or any of the other social medias out there, you can influence those people. You can be a pivotal person for millions of people. Just be the right kind of pivotal person. Help them to make the right decisions and the right choices. I want to tell you about a little... Uh, about something that I am going to be involved in coming up. Starting on January the 11th, there is a group of eight podcasters, vloggers, bloggers, call them content creators, that are getting together. And we've started what we are calling the Fireside Freedom Conversations. It's a weekly podcast, which we will live stream Tuesday nights. I'm not sure the exact time yet. It's probably going to be about 7 o'clock Central Time. But you definitely want to check that out. Again, that's Fireside Freedom Conversations. We've got a podcast. We've got a YouTube channel. We'll be doing the live streams. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're not all going to be on there all the time because then you just start talking over each other. But definitely go check those out. I'll drop those links in my show notes where you can join in our Telegram chat and you can follow the YouTube channel just so that you get notifications when we do go live and then once the podcast starts coming out, we'll drop that link as well. And you can follow the podcast, check it out every week. It's a weekly podcast, Fireside Freedom Conversations. So definitely go check that out. I will drop those links in the show notes. I'll drop the links in the show notes with the, the articles that I was reading from. And do good work. <laughs>